Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Father, tonight, speak to our hearts like never before. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. You may be seated, please, in the presence of the Lord. Genesis chapter 2. Genesis. I still remember. <laughs> I, I remember like a day like today. That day you saved me, isn't it? That day I heard you call out my name. You said you love me. Would never leave me. And I never You still remember the day he called you? I still remember. I, I don't know if you're in church tonight. <laughs> oh, that day I heard you called. You said you loved me. Genesis chapter 2. We are singing to close 2023. <laughs> and we will sing to usher in 2024. Oh. Yeah. This very, is very interesting. It's very interesting because it's just, just like another day. We are actually entering into another season. Are you with me? It is just like, I don't know whether you give me some bass and take out the high a bit. It's just like when you are flying, if you're in a plane and you're flying into, let's say you're going to Suriname or you're going to uh, Caracas, Venezuela. The children we allowed you here tonight, we can send you back. Where's Liz? Is Elizabeth here? Liz, I'll send you and all the children back. <laughs> Tell them to sleep. It's late. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm saying that when you're flying to another country, you don't actually notice the border. We are flying in the air. You only hear the pilot say, ladies and gentlemen, we are beginning our descent into John F. Kennedy Airport. We hope you enjoy the flight, fasten your seatbelt, all kinds of things to talk about. Yeah, but you'll be there again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2024, you are going to New York. I'm telling you. We're going to New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. You bite the big apple. You bite some of the big apple. <laughs> now, you don't want to go to New York. You want to go to Risma. You go to New York. All right. <laughs> Is that Sinclair? I see at the back there. 
Sinclair, is that you? Beautiful. So, it's, it's another 365 days. But it's, it's like another night, another evening. We've come for a convention and then we are flowing into another day. But it's actually another year. And he shouldn't take it for granted. So tonight, before we um, enter into 2024, I think we have a, about 57 minutes. I'll take my time. <laughs> Genesis chapter 2 and verse 1 says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the hosts of them. Verse 2. Revoke your membership as a church member. If you're a child and you cry, you come to church again. <laughs> the Bible says, on the seventh day, Genesis chapter 2 and verse 2, on, on the seventh, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work which he had made. Now, one, one thing that we have to understand is that work is something that God is involved in. God, God is a, a God who works. The Bible says that he worked six days and he rested one day. Are you, are you with me? What do we do? We also go to work. Some, some of you, you don't even have a rest day. You work around the clock. Even God rested. You see that when you look at the Adventist church, one of the churches that came into the Caribbean many, many years ago. Is that Kyra? Okay. Um, one of the things that they brought to us is that Saturday is the Sabbath day. And on Saturday we shouldn't work. Do you get it? And so they start actually from Friday. They are like the Jews. If you meet an Adventist person, we actually call them seven-day people. We call them seven days. We don't call them, their name is seven-day Adventist church. But we call them seven-day. You seven days? I remember one day I was doing taxi. I was a taxi driver. And um, when I go to the base, I don't say anything. I go and then I, I just sit in my car quietly. Those days were struggling times on a mission. I had to do taxi to survive. <laughs> so, when I go to the base, I don't say anything. One day, one guy asked me, you say Sabbath man? I was surprised that he would ask whether I'm a Sabbath man and not any other person. Because <laughs> he realized that I wasn't mingling, I wasn't fellowshipping, I wasn't... That was the first place I heard the SK word. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it, was a, it was somebody's name. So I was wondering why they are talking about this person all the time. (laughs) So one Sunday I was preaching and I asked, what is the meaning of this SK whatever? The people said, oh, pastor, oh. I said, what did I do wrong? I'm just asking for the meaning of the word. That's That's where I learned it from. The first time in my life. I didn't even know that there was a word that exists, SK whatever. 
is a word. Now, God worked six days and he rested only one day. There are so many things that from God's perspective is very different from our perspective. Now really, many people work seven, six, six, what, six days really, isn't it? Monday, Herman, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I hope you don't sneak, sneak out Sunday to go and work and come back. <laughs> people work Monday to Saturday. Then they get a, a Sunday rest. Then a Sunday, they don't want to come to church because they say, the, the Sunday, that's a, my only rest day. But people, life has changed now. People work seven, six days, six days. Sunday, they, they are resting. They want to cook, they want to wash, they want to go to the market, they want to prepare for another one week. But that is how God also started from the beginning. And that's how God is. And I'm saying that there are many things that we have to look at in life from God's perspective. That's what I'm saying. And from God's perspective, things are very different. God works. He's not idle. Can you imagine if God was idle? If God was a lazy God, like some, some, some people are lazy. Can you imagine if God was a lazy God and was a limer? If God was a limer, he'd just go for a, a fish fry and lime. Every Sunday when he has to listen to our prayer, he's liming somewhere under a tree in heaven. <laughs> if you have watched uh, 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 this guy Almighty, that movie by uh, uh, Jim Carrey, Bruce Almighty, you realize that God is a busy man. Bruce became God for a few minutes. He couldn't answer all his emails. Emails from all over the world. People asking for this. People asking, uh, kill my neighbor, kill my mother-in-law. All the emails... I mean, he, he went mad when he saw the inbox, the emails dropping in as, as, as God. The emails of, of requests coming from the earth. He couldn't stand being God. So can you imagine if we have a lazy God? If we have a God who sleeps and dribbles. Can you imagine how our lives will be? So, in Exodus chapter 20, again, because he's a worker, because he works, you go to Exodus chapter 20 and verse 9. The Bible says that, and, and, and six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Six days. Six days. God is on the side of work. So those of you who don't work, unless you're employed as a housewife, like Sister Akila, you have a problem. Every housewife is, is more work. People think housewife is no work. Housewife is very is more difficult than if you work in anywhere. Oh yeah. People don't respect housewives. But housewife is a very it's a glorious place to be. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to wake, in the, wake up in the morning and go and clock anywhere. You work in your own office. You work from home. <laughs> yeah. You mind the children? And you mind the big man? You make sure big man got food? 
you can you can ask her when you tell her how sweet a housewife is. Ah, porridge in the morning. He comes home for lunch in the afternoon. If there's time for a quickie, he takes a quickie. And he's off. Until the night. Yeah. Nice. Ever ready. There's a battery in Ghana. It is called Ever Ready Battery. <laughs> Anytime you go home, she's there. Yeah. Always fresh. Winty. Powder down. Somebody say powder down. <laughs> Kavi, I didn't know that you like powder. <laughs> That's old school, Kavi. <laughs> Shunamite. <laughs> it's Shunamite days that people used to powder. <laughs> Six days you shall labor and do all your work. So, so God, because he was the one who started this working behavior, he worked six days in creating the heavens and the earth. Then he rested one day. So in, in giving commandments to his people, the Israelites, he told them that you have to work six days. You see that the emphasis is more of the rest. Because people are lazy. Don't you hear all the time, Sabbath day? Rest, rest, rest. You don't hear work. That's why the people say, TGIF. Friday, it's, it's, it's like Christmas for many people. Thank God it's Friday. Friday, people don't like to work. If you have any serious business to do in, in, a, in a non-serious environment, don't go on Friday. They will not mind you at all. Especially after lunch. It's finished. <laughs> Officially closed. And then when people close from work on Friday, now they all gather somewhere and they, they lime. They drink up. The big market. Six, a, a case for a thousand. It's Friday. It's like tomorrow I'm not going to work. I, I'm resting. You, you, you see that? It's like people feel very punished when they work. <laughs> but God is the one who, who started that. And so he, he made sure that the people he was raising up, the unique people of Israel, he made sure that they will understand this system of working and resting. Work six days and rest one day. It means that work is far better than rest. So, you know, every year as a family, as a church, there's always a theme for us. And so our prophet, our founder has declared 2024 as a year of work. A year of work. Yeah. A year of work. So those of you who like Friday, I don't know when there's going to be a Friday for you in 2024. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4. When we are talking about work, what did God do? God created the heavens and the earth. God told the Israelites, work six days and then be free the, the seventh day. 
The Israelites, they were farmers. De- dealing in all kinds of uh, what crops and animals. So what is work in our time? It is not your work at GRA. Are you, are you, are you with me? I- I'm trying to explain to you what work is. It's not your work at GPL. It's not your work at FedEx. God, his work was to create the heavens and the earth. He did that. Then he passed on that spirit to his people, the Israelites, who were farmers. Now we are in this dispensation, and God is telling us that we should also continue the six days work and one day rest. So if next year is our year of work, then what kind of work it is? Is it? Ephesians chapter 4 Verse 11. The Bible says that when Jesus ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men. And he gave some to be apostles, and some prophets, and some, what, evangelists, and some pastors, and teachers. Then he says in verse 12 that for the perfecting of the saints, the saints is the Christians, for the perfecting of the church members, in other words, for the perfecting of the church members, for the Work for the work. I hope we will get a dance, do the work, do the work after when we break into 2024. For the work. So we also have a work. It is called the work of the ministry. So when next year is declared as the year of work. It is not your, your farm. Are you with me? It's not your two, 20 acres on the highway or 50 acres on the highway or whatever land you have or whatever business you have. Ned, it is not your waste management company that you have to spend more hours at. There's something called the work of the ministry. And the work of the ministry, God is saying that we should spend six days in doing that work and one day of rest. Which means that if you are somebody who is in the lay movement or lay ministry and you are working in a secular environment and do the work of the ministry, that's, that's your business. But God is expecting you to do ministry work for six days. I heard some people saying that this church is very demanding. You have not seen demand yet. This church is demanding. Look at how lazy many people have become. Demanding was the era when we built East Abenitans. Yeah. All night. That, that was, a, that was a, a demanding year of work for us. Now, how often do you come here? Once a week. And you say we are demanding? You have not seen demanding yet. Yeah. Demanding is not coming properly, Ned. Yeah. Six days you shall work. Six days you shall work. Six days you shall work. Six days you shall do the work of the ministry. That's what God is telling us in 2024. Yeah. And Luke chapter 19, verse 12. We are working in 2024. Oh, yeah. Look at this big chapel God has given to us. 
people must come and sit down here. Ah, look at the 10 regions that God has given to us in this country. There must be churches everywhere. There's a lot of work to be done. I'm still waiting for uh, Delon Sinclair to come and be one of my preachers. I've not forgotten. My home cell leader, Delon Sinclair. I remember him. You think I don't remember? I remember, Pa. Yeah. Yes. I remember we had home sales. Honey, do you remember? Yeah. And I have a friend. He's called Delon Sinclair. Okay. You'll meet him after church. Don't worry. And he came to church. That's Honey's brother. So he came to church, gave his life to Christ. Okay. And so I asked Honey to go and start a home sale. Was it our voice now? Alexander Village. So when Sinclair came and uh, he gave his life to Christ, I asked him to, to go and join his sister. So when he went for the meeting, I heard there was some little commotion there. And those days, when you go for the meeting, you come back and come and pay your offering. And after the offering, we have discussions until 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Jamela, do you remember himself? Ah. <laughs> we are demanding <laughs> you have not seen demanding yet so when they all came in to pay then I asked, I asked honey what, what was going on at your home cell he said her brother wanted to preach instead of her I said hey so I, I said Sinclair stand up so Sinclair stood up I said what, what, what happened he said I think I, I can preach better than her <laughs> <laughs> That's why the devil has kept him away from the church so that he won't preach. I'm telling you, 2024, we are getting back to work. I'm telling you, all of you that the, the devil has kept away from the church is because of the work. Because of the work, he says he he said therefore a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. Verse 2 of the next verse. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. It's a song. The word occupy means do business. Work until I come. Can you believe it? That you have to be busy, you have to be enterprising, you have to be working in the ministry until he comes. Many of us don't understand that when God comes, he's going to assess, he's going to come with your timesheet. You're going to see how many hours you have been working. Just as you work in a secular world and you get a, a, a pay or you get a salary or whatever for it, or you get reward for, rewarded for it, in the same way in the spirit and in the work of the ministry, we will be rewarded for our work. So, I just want to go into one or two reasons why it's so important to get into this work of the ministry. Liron, are you there? Hey, next year, 2024, you're bringing buses home. They bring buses. Jeremiah, are you going to join the work of the ministry? Yeah, you can't sit here quietly. You have to do something. Huh? Yes, Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Occupy till I come. Do business till I come. So those who think that, oh, 
You have entered into a sabbatical year. <laughs> yeah, you are in your sabbatical. You've been in the church for six years. This is your seventh year. 2024 is your seventh year, so it's your year of rest. <laughs> <laughs> you you do you don't have a sabbatical year, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. I said this morning that there are different types of church members. Okay. The normal the normal church member is a member who when the pastor says we are doing this, he flows with it. But there are different types of church members these days. When you say we are doing this, they don't do it. Ask your neighbor, what type of church member are you? <laughs> A or B? Many, many people have fallen off from we are doing this and that's what we do. In fact, people mock it and say control. People mock it. They say the pastor is controlling you. But good church members are church members when you tell them, we are praying today. They come and pray. Hey, Calvin, we are praying on Zoom. And then they log on and they pray at 3 a.m. That, that's, a, that's good church members. The other group, when you say we are praying, they are sleeping. In fact, they heard you, they know the time, but they are not waking up to pray with you. Ah, message noted. Noted. They said noted. Noted, please. But they will not wake up at 3 a.m. to pray with you. There's a difference. We, those, we have those kinds in the church now. But I'm saying that if, if you will be a good church member, then what we are saying is that God wants us to do a lot of ministry work in 2024. There should be a lot of prayer next year. Anti-British campaign. It's now we are going to do anti-British campaign. <laughs> campaign managers if we are going to do the anti-brutishness wow prayer meetings you're going to have a lot of prayer meetings different forms outreaches what do you call it sheep seeking state of the flock it has come to stay campaign because even if you look at those things that the prophet talks about in Double Mega Missionary Church, the book. Campaign is an aggressive, aggressive, systematic, aggressive, and progressive activity to achieve a particular goal. It's work. It's work. Let, 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 let us be honest. In our lives, the things we want to achieve, we are aggressive about them. Today, I was asking for some church members. And I heard, oh, they have gone to take a bus. They are working to pay for the bus. You see? People go and take bus upon themselves. And they have to work every day to pay for the bus. You don't even know that the bus is going to crash. You don't even know. Vehicle? You're putting your heart in a vehicle? You should come and talk to me about vehicle and crash. I'll tell you. Your, 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 your energy, the reason why you don't come to church is because you are working to pay for a bus, uh, pay for a vehicle. Really? 
That's what you're doing. Oh, wait until the vehicle gets into an accident. You see them big, big sand trucks around? Wait until one hits your car, you see. You'll be, you'll be glad to walk out alive. But when we want these things, we want a car, we want a house lot, we want this, we want that, the effort, the effort, box hand. You never give your box hand for tight. You never, so if you don't pay tight over your box hand. This one is me money. <laughs> I don't pay me tight. <laughs> yeah. The energy, the investment we put into our personal things. The sad thing is that some people don't even invest anything in their personal lives also. I have a problem uh, with those people. They're lazy. They don't work for anything. Many Christians think that as long as you're a Christian, you go to church, you pay your tithes, you give offering, that God will bless you. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You have to work. You have to work. You know Akbar? You have to go to Akbar. BM suit. And sign a contract. And pay every month. For four years. That's how people, that's how people acquire vehicles. It doesn't drop from the sky. But you see the investment. You see the time. You see the energy. People push into getting things for themselves. Then you ask yourself, how much energy do you put into the work of your father, God, your father? He says six days. Six days. CBR, six days. He said, you shall work for me six days. You can rest the seventh day. So, why is it important to work for God? For some of you, you need to be employed in the business before you can start work. So I'll give you an opportunity. I'll give you application letters to fail when I finish preaching. Just what I'm saying. You need to give your life to Christ. Otherwise, you can't work in the company. All right? So I'm going to give you a few reasons why it is so important to work the work that God wants us to do. Amen. A year of work. Number one, point number one. Is work shall make you closer and closer to your heavenly father. Work shall make you closer and closer to your heavenly father. How many of us want to be close to our God? There's there's a certain level of, only five people lifted up their hands. (laughs) There's a certain level of closeness not even a certain level. There are many Christians who don't know God. I'll say it again. Many Christians don't know God. Ask your neighbor, do you know God? Many Christians don't know God. Kishana, do you know God? I don't know how many of you. I, many people don't know God. If you knew God, you will confirm some of the things that we see, if not all of them. Many people don't know God. 
it is such a, a beauty to get to know God. You see, the Lord was telling me something the other day. Yeah. God has been so merciful to me that he, 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 he talks to me. Isn't that fantastic? The God that we serve, the God that we sing to, the God that we praise, does he talk to you? We don't even know if he's the one talking to you. He talks to me. He was telling me something. He says that I should be careful of fastings. He says now people don't fast to seek him. People fast as a goal. And so I should be careful. As we are starting a new year, you see fasting all over the world. <laughs> if I, you feel bad if you don't even join the fast. He says a lot of those fastings is not for him. It's to achieve a 21-day fasting beginning of the year, a 30-day fasting beginning of the year, a one-month. That people want to achieve something, not to seek God. So he warned me as the year was ending to be careful. So I have to lead you in a fast that you will, you will seek God. Not a fast that you achieve. Oh, when the year started, we fasted for 60 days. And you are still the same. You have not changed. <laughs> yeah. If you fast one day and you find God, it will change you, your life for the whole year. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. If you fast one day and you seek God and you find him, it will change your life for the whole year. Yeah. You keep on fasting so that you find him. But when you find him, you break your fast. You finish. You wash your face. You put on your, your raiment. And then you're on. You say, I found God. God has spoken to me. I'm okay. Work shall make you closer and closer to your heavenly father. Because God is working. When you also work, it make, it keep, it, 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 you, you become close. So, so daddy has a business. And when you choose to work in the business, you end up being closer to daddy. Do you, do, do, do you get what I'm saying? If your father has a business and he wants you to work in the business, you'll be closer to him. He would rather want to work with you as a supervisor or assistant manager than the stranger. He would rather give you the keys to go and open the shop. He's coming. He would rather say, okay, go and do this business. Go and put the money in the bank. Count the money. You would rather be closer to your father because you are working as he works. John chapter 5. So when you don't do the work of the ministry, you, it's difficult to get closer to God. John chapter 5 and verse 17. But Jesus answered them, My father, my father works and therefore I work. My father has a business. That is what has given me something to do. My father has a business. I am working in my father's business. 
I'm employed by my father. Is it not better to work for your father than to work for somebody else? Then Jeremiah, when you grow up, don't you want to work? You want to work with daddy? At least you go to the airport and bring the boxes from the airport. Will it not be nicer? Yeah. You pay me better. Yeah. yeah I think so. <laughs> you pay him good. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to work with your father. And there are some fathers, if you joke at the work, they'll fire you. <laughs> yeah, you can't spoil their business. But it's better, it's nicer to work with your father. I remember um, in my school going days, secondary school going days, during um, vacation, you, um, you know, I, my father had a, you know, like a, a, a over-the-counter, a drastic kind of business, a mini pharmacy. And, and summertime or long vacation, I'll go and sit there, and I'll be helping. I'll be helping. He'll give me a raise. Yeah. And it was nice because during those times, you drive with him to work. You sit in the front seat. And front, the front seat, you don't normally get the, the chance to sit there. So I sit on the front seat. When we wake up in the morning, you go and bath. You are anxious. He'll ask you, are you ready? He said, Collins, are you ready? We are going. You bath quickly. Breakfast. You jump into the vehicle. And then you drive with daddy. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not usual. How many of you drive with your father? Hello? How many of you sit in your father's car in the front seat and you drive in the morning to go to work? Many of you don't even know what I'm talking about. You, we are rather the ones who are now trying to give that opportunity to our children. People never had that. Daddy never bought a car. To put you in the front seat is boss 47, 47. You've used all your life. <laughs> Back road. Front road. Potential. Bus. Yeah. In the morning when people are driving their sons to school and all of that, you, you are catching bus at six years old. You are sweating. <laughs> you remember, yeah? You've actually gone to sell newspapers before. You are jumping into a bus. Tivon, what I'm saying, is it, is it easy? Do you sit in the front seat of your, your daddy's car and it takes you to, to, to school and to work? Ah, it's a blessing. Not everybody has that. But you see, when you, when you are in the same, you go in the same direction, you do the same things with your father, you get closer to him. Oh, yeah. Then we go, we go to the shop, and I'll be there. And then the guy who, 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 who works there will be selling the drugs, selling the, you know, the, 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 the medicine, you know, prescriptions here and there. And I get to know some names. And then he'll say, let's go, and let's go and buy more goods and come and put in the shop. Then you go. And when you go, then he's introducing you to, to the, the places where he buys the things. And so, that's my son. This is in Form 3. He's, he's doing a, a small job with me, vacation time. It's nicer. And then you, lunchtime, he takes you to some place. You go and eat together. <sighs> How many of us? Daddy's car. You sit in the front seat. He takes you to a restaurant. He says, son, sit down. Eat as much as you want within one hour. Buffet. Many men sitting down here have never experienced that before. 
I see the moment you decide to choose to work for the Lord, you realize that you become closer to God because He will have to engage you, He will have to direct you, He will have to show you some things, He will have to instruct you. It will be a daily walk. You will get closer to your Heavenly Father ever than before. But if you don't work for God, your closeness is not going to be to be to, to, to happen. That's why it's a year of work. Because we want to be close. How many want to be close? I want to be closer. <laughs> yeah. You see, because of my closeness to my heavenly father and because of the work I'm doing, I, I, I mentioned here that that helicopter crash, it was a joke. I know, I, I know, I know what, what I'm saying. The devil had a plan getting to the end of this year. And the plan was to take strength away from this country. Are you, are you listening? The way he was going to do it, or the way he was doing it, was number one, to kill a lot of men. If you see the helicopter crash, you'll be surprised at the ranks of the people who perished. High, 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 top, 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 top level. It's, it's a source of strength because to be in the army and to go to Lieutenant Colonel and to be taken away like that, there's a gap. Created the expertise, the knowledge, the, the experience that this person goes into the grave with. It, it takes time to replace it. That helicopter crash was a sacrifice. You, 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 do, do, is there anybody a fool here? Is there a fool here? Are you sure there's no fool here? They, they didn't come. Thank, thank, the fools don't come to our church. How does somebody become a hero when he dies in a plane crash, a, 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 a helicopter crash? You, do, you, didn't, you didn't went to school? What is the meaning of a hero? Somebody who jumps into a helicopter and it crashes and that is a hero? Then all of a sudden, you have a, a road, you call it the hero's highway? It's not, a, it's not a highway. When you are driving on the road, you have to be careful because cars are coming from every corner. Because I'm close to my heavenly father, I know it was a sacrifice. They, they cut off their necks like that and drank their blood. If you are not close to God, you will never know a lot of things. So many things God tells me about. One day the Lord t- told me about a house that is very close to us here. That a, a, a demon lives in that house for 400 years now. 400 years. Have, can, can, you, can, you, can you conquer a demon that has lived in a house for 400 years? <laughs> she said, hey, 400 years. You, 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 all your family 400 years, they're gone. I remember one day I encountered a demon in my family. My sister, one of my sisters went to uh, Ghana. It was go- she was going to get married. And when she went, um, before the marriage, you know, they went for deliverance. And then there was a manifestation. Deliverance. Yeah, no, when you are going to marry, you need deliverance before. <laughs> what church do you go to? 
The demons you are bringing to the marriage is not easy. Some of you, the problems you have in, in the marriage is because your demons have connected with another demon. So they become stronger demons. Strong man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been a, 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 a party for a whatever union of demons. Yeah. The problems you experience in the marriage is because of the demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, the, the interesting thing is that, the interesting thing is that when you are going to get married, you polish everything but your spirit. You go and clean your nails. It's not the nails that's going to marry you. <laughs> you put something in your head. That's not what is going to determine the success of marriage. It is what is inside the person you are getting married to. That's what determines the relationship. And many people marry into demonic families and the, their relationship change forever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check if you don't have demons, you've not married into a demonic family. Yeah. So, she went for deliverance, and then when the pastor was praying for her, there was a manifestation. Now, the demon says that he has been living in our house for years. All of us were born on his laps. Charlie? <laughs> Me, I'm in, I'm in Europe. Working, trying to prosper, going to church, doing my best. Then my sister comes from Ghana and comes and tells us, he said, Jack, Charlie, you have to pray. I said, why? He said, Charlie, something happened when I went to Ghana. I said, what happened? He said, some demon said he was born, he was in the house before all eight of us were born. He was, he was like the midwife. He carried us on his lap. I said, What? So I went in some serious praying. Then one day, I was there in my house. Then one of my brother-in-laws called me at midnight that I should come to the house. I said, ah. midnight. Those days, I was using a bicycle. I didn't have a car. I was very poor. I was brooks. I was in Europe. I was brooks. Bicycle was my best. That was my only, the only thing I had. So I jumped on my bicycle and I, I rode to the place. When I got to the house, my sister was walking around in the house. You know this uh, 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 abroad places. Small, small living room. Small toilet. Small bathroom. You, can actually, you have to actually walk into the bathroom. You can bath and just step out. <laughs> So my sister was walking around in the living room beside herself. So I asked my brother-in-law, what's happening? He said he doesn't know. They were just there. They were fellowshipping, watching a movie. They had dinner. After the dinner, that's it. I said, hey, okay. Of course, I was a pastor then. So he had called me to bring my marabou. You know, marabou has come to town. I should bring my magic and come in and change the atmosphere. So I said, okay, let's pray. We started praying. Then the demon looks at me. And mentions my name, all my names. <laughs> then, then, then he mocks me and tells me that I'm a small boy and that I am coming to drive him away. 
you see, I got vexed. You see, sometimes when you're a pastor, you get vexed in casting demons. You slap the person who the demon is inside. <laughs> you said, receive it. <laughs> you slap. Yeah, because because the, the way the way that spirit is talking to you, you wish it was somebody physical that you could slap like that. <laughs> Fifteen minutes to twenty twenty four. So I went on aggressively speaking in tongues. Then she fell at a point, and then the demon left. I remember clearly when he mentioned my full name because I have a name you don't know about (laughs) and the demon knew the name so he connected all the names and then when he started talking I realized, I remembered what my other sisters told me about this demon oh my tongues came, I tell you that demon had to leave the house that day Charlie, there are things in your family of things in your family you see many people are struggling to do well not knowing that all you need to do is to get closer to your heavenly father and then everything will be sorted out one of the things that Satan did to Job was to kill his children the hedge that was around Job it included protection over Job's children and his businesses. So when God gave him over to the, the devil to come and test him and do whatever, one of the things the devil did, he took the children away. The children are part of a protection or part of a curse. If only you work and get close to your heavenly father, you see how he'll begin to teach you and tell you certain things. Your struggle will be over if you decide to work for God in 2024. I'm telling you. Your struggles will be over. Number two. Work shall be your satisfaction and happiness. Yeah, yeah. You want satisfaction in life? It doesn't come from a woman. If a woman brings satisfaction, Solomon wouldn't have taken 1,000. You see, you are young. You are young and foolish. How how can you expect to be satisfied by a woman? How can you expect that a man, your dream is to have a man? No, a man does not satisfy. You don't... (laughs) A man... A woman? It is only Jesus. There's a song that says, Jesus, I, all I want is more of you. All I want is more of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing I desire, Lord, but more of you. More of you. Jesus, I am thirsty. Would you come and fill me? 
earthly things have left me dry. Only you can satisfy all our man, woman, satisfaction, happiness. It comes from working for God. Let me give you a scripture. We'll just be praying just now as we enter into 2024. We'll continue in a bit. In John chapter 4 verse 34, Jesus said unto them, My meat, my food, what satisfies my body and satisfies my flesh is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. What makes me satisfied, what brings happiness, what brings refreshing to me is to finish the work of my father. Ladies and gentlemen, I want us to stand. I want to pray. It's just nine minutes into 2024. I want us to stand and embrace 2024 with prayer. I'll continue for a few minutes and then we will be closing. Oh, why don't you thank God for 2023? All the things that happened in 2023, we are saying thank you, Lord. We are glad that 2023 is going away. It's not coming back. 2023 should never come back. We don't want to see him again in our lives. In Jesus' name, somebody begin to pray. Begin to thank God for 2023. All the things that happened, all the things that didn't happen, lift up your voice all over this place. Makata barababa, rakasata barabaka brababandas, makata makata barendis, rike berebe kabrasata barabaka brababa, marandere me kabrababa sata, rekete maranda makaya basoto, rimere me sete me karabarababa sata rababa, mamara marababa baraba siteriye. Thank you, somebody pray and give God thanks for 2023. This didn't go the way you expected, but God was involved. God was inside. That is why you are still alive today. And give him thanks and give him praise. The good things, the not so good things that came your way in 2023. Thank God for those. God has been good to you. There are some victories in 2023. Thank God for the victories. We thank you, Lord. You made some strides in 2023. Thank God for that. It wasn't a perfect year, but let's still be grateful. It wasn't a perfect year, but we are still grateful. Tell God, tell your heavenly father that it wasn't a perfect year. But Lord, I am thankful. Lord, I am grateful. Rekabara, 
I speak to 2024 on your behalf. Yes. I speak to 2024 on your behalf. Prophesy. Yes. Every good thing 2023 doesn't is not in 2024. On your behalf, Amen. the things you couldn't do in 2023, do them in 2024. Oh yes, thank you. One did The things that you couldn't do for God in 2023, do it in 2024. Yes. The Bible says that if you are willing and obedient, you Come can eat the good of the land. Yes. The good of 2024 is yours. I receive it. All year through. I receive it. From January to December. Yes. Every good thing in the year. Yes. It's, it's your portion. I receive it. It is your portion. I receive it. Goodness and mercy. Yes. I'll follow you. Yes. I'll follow you. Yes. Every single day. Every single week. Yes. Every single month. Yes. It's yours. Yes. Receive it now. Receive it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Yes, thank you. The things you couldn't see in 2023, ah. you are seeing them in 2024. Amen. 
the things you could not experience in 2023, you are experiencing them now. Prophesy. In 2024, there is no limit for you. There is no limit for you. In 2024, there is no limit. There is no limit. In 2024, receive it now. Receive it. Prophesy. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Oh, yes. It's a blessing to see a new year. Oh, yes. A fresh year. Oh, yes. It's a gift you have given to us. Oh, yes. And we receive it. Oh, yes. Lord. We know you will deal with us well. Oh, yes. We know you will deal with us well. Oh, yes. It's a better year than the one before. Oh, yes. It's a glorious year than the one before. Yes. We receive every good thing perfect for us. Oh, we honor you and we bless you. Yes, Lord. We give you praise. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, somebody Jesus. shout it. Amen. God, you are good and your mercy is enduring forever. I shall win. Welcome to 2024, I'm telling you. Let me finish my message and then we will close. Just for the next five minutes. Remember, it's our year. Our year of what? Our year of work. God created the heavens in six days. The heavens and the earth, he rested one day. Exodus, he told the Israelites, you work six days, you rest one day. <laughs> The Bible says that God gave gifts unto us for the perfection of the saints for 
the work. Luke 19, 12, a merchant man was traveling. He gave uh, um, talents to his servants and he said, occupy till I come. The first reason why it's important to work for God is that work shall make you and I closer and closer to our heavenly father. I mean, if God is here, I come here every day. Every day of my week, I come here. I, I, I must be closer to God than somebody who doesn't come here every day. It's because of the work. You get closer to God. Are you with me? Number two, I'm just giving you two reasons that we're closing. Work shall be your satisfaction and happiness. In John chapter 4, verse 34, Jesus said unto them, My meat. My meat. Some of you like vegetable fried rice. <laughs> veggie. <laughs> because the veggie, it's normally, it comes in, in, in a larger quantity than the chicken fried rice. <laughs> and you want your stomach to be full and it's cheaper. That is your meat. Yeah, you, you, that is your meat. <laughs> that is your meat. Jesus said his meat is to finish the work. May your meat in 2024 be to finish the work of God. To finish the work of God. You'll be more happy when you do the, the things of God. You'll be, you'll be much happier. Contrary to what people say, oh, the church is too much. If you, if you don't go to church one day, what will it, I mean, what problem will, it, will come? What, what, what will happen? Don't worry with them. Church is what brings satisfaction and happiness. The work of the ministry. Let me tell you, if, if you, if you can testify, most of the time when you go out to do outreach, after outreach, you feel, you feel nicer, you feel nice. When you don't read your Bible as a Christian, you feel some way. When you read, you do your quiet time, you feel better. When you, when you don't pray, you don't feel good. When you pray, you feel nicer. There's better satisfaction. There's, there's, of course, satisfaction and happiness in doing the work of God. Stand to your feet as we uh, come to a close with the sermon. We are going home. It's, we are, we're already in 2021, 2024. All right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh my. Just wish your neighbor Happy New Year. Can you do it before we? Yeah. Give them a big hug. Go to somebody you normally don't talk to. God bless you. are enough. It's okay. You like hug too much. <laughs> I, I want to pray for you if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ today. Can, can we settle? Can we settle? 
Can, can we all stand? Here we do one thing. All of us do one thing. All of us stand. All of us sit. All of us stand. So please, can you stand? If, if you can stand, please stand. Ashes, make sure everybody is standing. There's no lawlessness, lawlessness here. This is not Guyana. This is heaven. You don't stop your car on the road and pee. We don't, we don't do that here. <laughs> We're in the church. We don't, we don't have lawlessness here. So if you can stand, please, Ashes, make sure everybody is standing. All right. The gentleman has come forward. He wants to give his life to Christ already. So I, I want to ask you, if you want to give your life to Jesus, come. Come quickly. Let's pray. You want to give your heart to Jesus? Come. 2024 is never the same for you like 2023. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. You want to give your heart to Jesus? Okay. You want to give your heart to Jesus? Come to the front. Come for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. What shall we?
front, close your eyes, lift up your two hands and pray this prayer after me. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Church, join in as we pray together. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Thank you for Jesus Christ who came into this world to die for my sins. I believe Jesus died for me. It is a personal thing for me. And therefore, I receive Jesus Christ into my life, into my heart, because I believe he is the Son of God. And I believe by this prayer my life has changed I am born again I am born again I am a new creation <laughs> old things have passed away new things have come my way thank you heavenly father for saving my soul in Jesus name Amen Father I pray for everyone who is here at the altar it's not by accident First to come here to spend all year's night into the new year with us. It's not by accident. And if I commit every single one into your hands, I pray that Lord you preserve them. Preserve these ones, oh God. May 2024 come to an end with them vibrant and fervent in faith and in serving you and in working for you. May the hand of the devil be removed and be cut off from every life here at the altar in the name of Jesus. May there be a practical change of life as their sins have been washed away by the blood of Jesus. I declare them solid and strong, established and walking in the path of righteousness for your namesake. Thank you, Father, for saving these ones. In Jesus' name, amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.